another edition of the Second and Goal Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host, here with you as always. And in today's show, I'll be previewing week number 13 for fantasy football in 2021. Big questions, starter sit, booms, and busts on today's show after a piece of news. I'll also give you guys a Scott Fishbowl update. I haven't really done one of those in a little while. It's the last week of the SFB season. Let you know how my team is doing quickly. And then we'll get into the fantasy analysis. So it should be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's episode 111, 111. All the numbers are the same. Haven't had this since episode 99. So incredible. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF, the um, podcast at SGF pod live show at SG sports talk and uh, email second goal sports talk at gmail.com for the YouTube show. Uh, go check out second goal sports talk on YouTube and second goal fantasy at gmail.com as well. Make sure to keep your eyes and ears available at the Twitter. There'll be an announcement very, very soon about a week 13 NFL broadcast with Chris. You'll find out where that'll be. That should be exciting. Go watch the Twitter. We still haven't announced it officially yet, but it's coming out very, very soon. Maybe even as soon as you're listening to this podcast. So go scamper on over to the Twitter. Um, So yeah, thanks for tuning in. I guess let's get started. We've got some news to begin with first. So let's begin with that. Oh my, I literally forgot about the SFB update. Whatever, let's do that after news. Okay, Antonio Brown is expected to miss at least the next two weeks per Adam Schefter. Antonio Brown dealing with a tricky foot, heel injury. Seems to have gotten worse. He seems to have suffered a setback. Bruce Arians said he hoped he could return this week, but nope, at least two more weeks gone. Oh man, the foot injuries are so tough. We saw this a lot last year with Joe Mixon. Uh, The difference between this and the Cincinnati Bengals situation is that the Bucs are very much in the playoff contention and really are missing Antonio Brown right now. He's a key piece of their offense. So I don't think Antonio Brown's done for the year for that reason, but I think it's probably going to end up being more than two games that he misses. This nagging heel injury is worrisome. That seems like the best case scenario. So prediction, I guess, is that, I mean, there's not much time left in the fantasy season, shockingly enough, but Antonio Brown's probably back week 16 or 17 you might only get him back for your fantasy championship. So it's hard to rely on him right now. I don't know if he's droppable just yet, but if you really, really need a guy right now, uh, yeah, you can start to consider it. So yeah, that's the news. Let's get into the SFB update though. So in the Scott Fishbowl, if you don't know what that is, go to scottfishbowl.com. You can learn all about it. Um, I've had a decent year so far, seven and five on the year. Chris is also seven and five. So the podcast has been doing relatively well, but it's tough because right now I'm fighting for dear life and trying to make the playoffs. This is the last week of the SFB regular season. Um, my, I'm trying to check my ranking as I speak. For some reason, the site isn't doing it right now. Um, but I'm trying to pull that up. I'm somewhere. I have a pretty solid ranking. It's in the top half. Um, it's not showing it to me, though. That's kind of weird. I don't know why it's not doing that. I, I, somewhere in the 700s, I know this week, out of 1,920 teams, so pretty good, and I'm 7-5. and five. Unfortunately, though, I don't have a playoff spot as of right now. Uh, my division is difficult, and right now, basically how it works is the team with the top record and the team with the most points get in and get bye week. So I'm not going to be one of those. Then the next two best records get in, then the next two point scores. It looks like I'm not going to get in based on points. The way the thing's shaked out, it's weird. I have the rankings are based on points. So I've like, I'm like number 700 something out of like 1,920, but I have the eighth most points in my division. So it's kind of odd, but I guess that means I'm in a tough division. Uh, so right now I'm gunning to get in based on records. And there are two teams sitting at eight and four in those two record spots. And I'm sitting at seven and five. 
next to one other team. Although that seven and five team, there's a nine and three team and a seven and five team. Both of those teams will likely be taking up points spots. And then there is one team at six and six that will likely take one, the other point spot, or excuse me, the nine and three team will be taking up the record spot because they have the best record. So I'll have a seven and five team taking up the point spots and two currently six and six teams that will get in. I'm not going to be able to catch up in points. It looks like, um, because there's like, uh, like three other teams in the mix for that. Um, la or is it the last spot? Uh, no, it's not actually the last spot for two spots, three teams in the mix for like two spots. And they're pretty well ahead of me in points. So I'm at seven and five right now. Basically, I'm competing with two, eight, and four teams. And one of them, I, I don't have the points edge over, but one of them I do. So I am trying to win this week against the number one team in the league. And I need the eight and four team that I have less points than to lose. And that's how I make it. Otherwise, I don't. If I lose, I'm out. If he wins, I'm out. Yeah, there's a lot of ways I could be out, basically. But I need a win and a loss from Kevin Tompkins of Ball Bat, Last Football and Fighting Chance Fantasy. So nothing against you, Kevin Tompkins, but you, you're, you need to lose this week because this is very important to me. <laughs> Just kidding. But, I mean, it is important. I hope I win. Uh, but the lineup looking a little shaky this week. I'm really, really battered right now with injuries. Missing Antonio Brown. That really stings. Missing DeAndre Swift as well. Um, I've had Zach Wilson has struggled. I lost Ryan Fitzpatrick for the year. Uh, other injuries right now. I mean, I'm just not JD McKissick might not play this week. Devonte Smith now came down with an illness. I'm getting absolutely hammered. And Kenny Galladay, one of my favorites has not worked out at all this year. So it's been a struggle for depth at some times during this season. Sometimes my team has been electric. I've actually put up the most points in my division, like two or three different times this year, but sometimes it has been terrible when I have put up some atrocious weeks, very boomer bust. But right now I'm sitting at seven and five need to beat the number one team in my division and need Kevin Tompkins to lose, to get in. So right now I'm shaky at second quarterback, choosing between Zach Wilson and Mike Glennon, or just not doing a super flex this week because SFB can give there. It's notorious for giving negative scoring sometimes to quarterbacks. So starting Joe Burrow, of course, then choosing between Mike Glennon and Zach Wilson at running back. Zeke is starting for me for sure, but I'm missing Nick Chubb right now. He's on by, I forgot to mention that. DeAndre Swift I'm missing. So it's really just J.D. McKissick right now. And if McKissick doesn't play, I'm choosing between Jeff Wilson and Samaj P. Ryan, which is not fun. At wide receiver, there's at least two running backs and three wide receivers that you have to start. Four flexes, one tight end, one quarterback. Um, so at wide receiver, I've got Jamar Chase, Kenny Galladay, Elijah Moore, and Devontae Smith. Tight end, Mark Andrews and Jared Cook. And I'm also playing Justin Tucker right now because he can flex kickers in this league. Uh, but oof, it's tough. Uh, it's it's going to be really difficult. and. I'm hanging on for dear life right now. I just need to get one win. I need my team to get right. Hopefully Swift will come back. Swift might miss multiple games too, which really stinks, but uh, I just got to win this game. Got to get into the playoffs. I really, really I want to say, be able to say that my first year in this league, I it's analyst league. I made the playoffs. That'd be great. For Chris, he also is not sitting in a playoff spot right now. It's a little more complicated for him. I don't exactly know what he has to happen, but I'll let you know if Chris makes the playoffs next week. All right. That was a lot, but uh, I wanted to talk about that. Let's move on to the actual fantasy analysis. Let's get into big questions. All right, first big question. What are we doing with the Patriots backfield this week and going forward? Uh, this week, Damian Harris out-touched Ramondre Stevenson. He had like 11 carries. Stevenson had nine. Stevenson was a little more efficient, though, and now they're going in to face Buffalo, who has a really, really tough running defense. Uh, I think 
This week, I think Damian Harris is still the guy. He's going to return to being the goal line guy, but Ramondre Stevenson is going to be pretty close to him because he's been superior in efficiency. Ramondre Stevenson, it might be like a 60-40 split this week. So Harris is a risky start against Buffalo, not too bad. Stevenson is a very risky start. I'd probably recommend sitting him, and it's probably going to be the same story for the next few weeks. Can TJ Hawkinson be trusted again? After TJ Hawkinson put up zero two weeks ago, he came back, got a couple of nice target games. And I'll say, yeah, for the most part you can, but... All tight ends are inconsistent, and TJ Hawkinson is no exception. This Lions offense is so atrocious that sometimes you'll have one target, no catch games like you did in Pittsburgh in Week 10. Not to that degree, but there will be bust games with TJ Hawkinson. You just got to live it through it. But he's a, a every week start, and he's a fine player for sure. Uh, is T Higgins overtaking Jamar Chase? The answer to this is no, but right now it might look and seem a little bit like that. Uh, Jamar Chase over his last four games has had 15 receptions. T Higgins over his last four is at 18. Jamar Chase just wasn't involved last week against Pittsburgh. And that's not because he's bad. It's just because this team didn't need to push the ball downfield. The Steelers were playing almost exclusively soft coverage. I like didn't see press that entire game. And T Higgins was taking advantage of the underneath and Jamar Chase, not a guy who gets a ton of separation. So he was going deep, but I mean, they did a good job bottling up Jamar Chase, but they still got dominated. So that's clearly not the game plan. I think teams are going to have to realize that it's sort of a pick your poison situation with the Bengals. I think that Jamar Chase will get the rock some more and he's still a better option and more high upside than T Higgins. Let's move into start or sit. All right, start or sit. We got three guys here. Number one, Tony Pollard versus the Saints. I'm sitting Tony Pollard. The Saints have the top-ranked rushing defense against fantasy running backs. And while Tony Pollard has gotten a good workload, Jerry Jones indicated that Zeke will have a seriously or a, a large workload this week against the Saints. Saints have a good rushing defense, so Pollard's a little risky. He's not terrible, but don't start him this week. DK Metcalf versus the 49ers. This is a guy who hasn't been targeted much over the last few weeks. I'm going to start him, though. You kind of have to. If he puts up another bad game, I would consider sitting him, but he just has that week-to-week upside and touchdowns. Shane Waldron re- re- needs to realize that he has to find a way to get DK Metcalf the ball, and uh, Russell Wilson does too. Another player in this game, Alex Collins, you should sit versus the 49ers. I don't know if this is actually like that much of a question for most people about whether you should sit Alex Collins, but Alex Collins has been atrocious despite getting the work. He is not a starting caliber NFL running back. He's getting less and less carries each week. Just because he's the starter doesn't mean you should start him. Leave him on your bench. Let's move into booms and busts. All right. Sorry. I was picking something up off the floor. Uh, let's move into booms and busts. Two booms, two busts. Number one boom, Rashad Bateman versus the Steelers. Yes, Rashad Bateman hasn't been very good this over these last couple of weeks, but I'm calling my shot. I decided I was feeling risky this week, going with a really risky boom in Rashad Bateman. You want to know why? Because of what I said against the Bengals. The bank Steelers let guys have stuff underneath. They're not looking to allow that big Hollywood Brown play to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's going to tear them up, take what he can get. Rashad Bateman had 10 targets over the last two weeks just seven catches under five point under 5.5 half ppr points in both of those games uh so he hasn't been that great but i'm expecting a bounce back against pittsburgh hopefully his first touchdown of the year and bateman's a good route runner that's what he does best so he will find soft spots in this pittsburgh defense and take advantage over and over jamar chase versus the chargers the chargers have a good secondary but i think this is the time when burrow gets to chase again it'll be a shootout with justin herbert and jamar chase will be necessary deep and stretching the field Bus Melvin Gordon versus the Chiefs. He scored had 17 carries last week. I'm just thinking the Broncos are going to fall behind early in this one. Gordon's still going to be pretty good. He gets some work. He's a talented player. Despite all my love for Javante Williams, I still recognize that Melvin Gordon's good. 
but it's not going to be the greatest this week, I don't think. Same with Darnell Mooney, who has been excellent, and he is playing the Cardinals. The Cardinals have been pretty good, though, against fantasy wide receivers over the last few weeks, mostly locking down some guys with some difficult matchups, and Darnell Mooney has also been excellent, but Allen Robinson might return this week. Mooney has had 121 and 123 yards the last two games. Uh, he's had the benefit of matchups like Pittsburgh and Detroit and then Baltimore. So that's a pretty tough matchup. But I mean, even though uh, Mooney has been excellent, I think you should definitely still start him. He has been insane. Great breakout for this year. But I don't I'm not expecting as big of things this week against Arizona due to Robinson returning due to the pace he's been on um, and just due to uh, the Cardinals having a pretty good defense. All right, that wraps up the show. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF. If you have any advice about Mike Lennon or Zach Wilson, just tag me. Feel free to tell me because I've been flip-flopping over all today and all this week um, since I picked up Mike Lennon uh, because it's a super flex. I had to. Uh, make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at SGF Pod at SG Sports Talk for the YouTube show. Second Goal Sports Talk on YouTube. Second Goal Fantasy at gmail.com. Second Goal Sports Talk at gmail.com are the emails. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you next time.